this thing on? Is she recording? Is she, it on? She's recording. She is recording. Hey, y'all. Dang. I did not know that Skype said that. Girl. <laughs> said avoid a lawsuit by telling people you're recording. Baby. Skype <laughs> is like, I don't want to be a part of this mess. <laughs> That's our FBI agent doing the Lord's work. <laughs> I should have went to jail a long time ago because, bitch, I be recording people. I remember when one, when Wait. one of my managers used to write me up all the time. What? Yeah, because he used to lie. So, bitch, I still have the voice memos of him just in case he wants to go back and try to change his story. No, bitch, this is what the fuck happened. Javon is always ready for a lawsuit. Correct. <laughs> He's yeah. ready to litigate. <laughs> <laughs> and then they'd be like, this is inadmissible in court. <laughs> you did the jury, not please get what you heard. <laughs> right, right. Everyone's looking bamboozled. <laughs> Jamal's like, I actually have audio. <laughs> oh my god! One of the TV shows I watch, which is uh, the Good Wife, it, apparently in the show in the state of Illinois, when you record someone, you only need a one-party consent, which is obviously the person who's recording it. So you could what? record anyone, and it could be admissible into court. You don't have to tell them. You don't have to ask for their consent recording. Apparently. In what? In what state? In Illinois. Il- does that count for porn too? <laughs> I hate that you have to ask. I can't. You guys, we're back. Welcome back to Who Said That Podcast at gmail.com. At gmail.com. This is Javon, aka J. Scott. AKA Just Got New Rings. AKA She's and Broke. Earrings. Yes. <laughs> AKA Fresh Haircut. Yes. yes. AKA The Scorpio. And I'm Justin. Hi, y'all. And it's Ingrid. <laughs> All for Florida. Yes. In Florida. Yes. Okay. So we have a Scorpio, a Gemini, and a Sag. What does that make? A mess. Correct. Oh, my God. We, I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> some real shit. Yeah, we are. I was thinking a cream pie. Oh my god, wait, what was it? So, what happened to y'all on the train? Wait. <laughs> wow. I'm gonna let Justin tell the story. <laughs> you really bringing this up? Of course. We gotta start with mess to get more mess. So we're on the train, right? And Javon, this lady walks on the train, and she, like, looks at Javon in a weird way. So I saw her, but I don't think Javon immediately saw her when she walked in the train. No, I was on my phone. Open. So she was like looking at Javon and she looked like she was going to run to his spot. So I was like, hmm, maybe she just really wants to be by the door. So I was like, I'm going to see how this plays out. And then she runs on the train and then all, of, all I hear in the back coming from behind me is, hey, bitch. <laughs> oh like, my God, stop. <laughs> and lo and behold, Javon knew her. So they were all kiki and cock like. A mess. Like, oh my god! Oh my god! You haven't seen her forever! Oh girl, what are you doing on the train? <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, mind you, this is one stop away from my house. So in between that one stop on the train, this lady goes, what's your name? And I'm like, Justin. No, I introduced y'all. Oh yeah, okay. Javon was like, this is Justin, my boyfriend, and... <laughs> The lady looks confused. No, she did not look confused. Because she saw my face, and she was like, mm. 
<laughs> no, because I was like, wait, I was like, wait, oh my god, my manners. This is my boyfriend Justin. I'm so sorry, Justin, Aaron, Aaron. This is my boyfriend Justin. So Javon brought it in with fucking mess, <laughs> as usual. He's a bit, he's been messy all day, all day, just been a mess. Get a Swiffer, come on. <laughs> so <laughs> he looks at my face and she goes, mm, I don't think so. That I was like, no. no. It's just like, he's been a mess all day. We're just friends. And she goes, mm. she goes, so you're single? And I'm like, uh-huh. She goes, oof, baby. She goes, your life's in shambles. <laughs> Yo! <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, what? And Damn. she goes, did you really get red like that? Red, girl. On the On, on the a day. <laughs> worse, worse. So I was confused. So I just, and she was like dead ass staring at me. So I just turned around and looked the other way because I didn't feel like saying anything to her. I was like, this is Joanne's friend. I'm not going to come for her. <laughs> and so she's like, your life is in shambles. So I just look at her and I turn the other way and I'm like laughing. And then I look back like a good five seconds later, like I count to five. I'm like one, two, three, four, five. Wow. I turn around and she's still looking at me like dead ass did not move, deadpan with a smirk on her face. <laughs> like she's like, I said what I said. <laughs> and I was just like, <laughs> and then what did she say? She was like, oh my God, like, why wouldn't you like him? Like, you wouldn't like him? And I was just like, girl, like, he doesn't even want to hold my hand. Like, he doesn't want to give me a hug. Like, my friend is so unaffectionate. Like, I don't know if it's because he's from Miami or a fire sign. Like, I just don't know. And then she was just like, basically, I'm drunk and I have to pee. But honestly, but she read me a couple more times. She did read Justin a few more times. She was just like, you want to be single forever? Yeah, she was like, you want to be single for the rest of your life? Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> and you want to have to text your friends to hang out? Mm, mm. <laughs> being single, she shaded me for my life being in quote unquote shambles. <laughs> Damn. I was laughing the whole time, honestly, mostly because she was really drunk and she said that she had to pee and she was grabbing on. She was like literally touching all over me. This lady just met me, told me my life was in shambles. <laughs> I'm going to be single for the rest of my life. And then I was like, it's, well, it's not, it's not like she's the fortune teller, the J train. Okay. <laughs> she, she was like, oh, you want to be single? And I was like, well, it's 2019. And she goes, what's that supposed to mean? <laughs> She's like, so you want to text your friends anytime you need somebody to hang out with? <laughs> and I was like, what? I also was trying to explain to Justin after we got, honestly, at the, I was like, okay, bye. <laughs> the funniest part about it is that the train got stuck in between that one stop. And at one point I was like, at one point, I was, As it always does. <laughs> I was like, wait, I was like, it's a train moving? Like, we got stuck. And I was like, fuck. Like, it was stuck mid her dragging me for no reason. And touching all over me. I don't, I'm not really a big toucher. Like, not with people I don't know like that. And then she was like, oh, you're not into him? T talking to me about Javon. And I was like, we're friends, we're friends. And she was like, Mm -hmm. And only reason why she did that her because she knows that I, she recognizes a bad bitch when she sees one. But she didn't have to look at me like she smelled some rotting fish. I mean, she looked she looked at you like that because maybe you didn't have taste. Mm -hmm. Baby, look at me. Why wouldn't you want to like me? Oh gosh. Damn, was that was that self-centered? It was tea. <laughs> Fuck it. I'm not even gonna ask the opinion.
regardless, Ingrid, what's been going on with you in your life? Let's do some life updates. Oh my god, my, my life is not in shambles. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. I, mean, I just I, it, it, so. it's okay. It's going good. True that. True that. Your hair is growing. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I get to see Justin in a couple weeks. Oh, you going to Miami? Jacksonville. What are you going to Jacksonville for? A wedding. Who's getting married? My friend. I told you this a few times. You really? Said, yeah, you don't listen. That's <laughs> I, nice. You can't catch the last on the train when your friend was dragging me about my life being in shambles. I should be like, nah, he just don't listen. Ooh. I actually do remember you told me this at the Rosemont. So, meanwhile, I'm getting dragged and Javon's at the corner like, Anyway, oh, Justin, do you have any life updates that you would like to share with the world? Yeah, I got dragged on the train. <laughs> <laughs> Let it go, sis, please. I didn't know her. I told him the best part about that dragging is that he never has to see her again. And I actually kind of felt bad about it because it was so awkward for me that I didn't even realize what she was saying to him. I was just kicking so much and laughing because the girl right next to me was dying laughing at us. So I thought it was funny. Like when I said that Justin was my boyfriend and he was like, no. <laughs> like, the girl like immediately started laughing. <laughs> And then I had and then I had this other girl touching all on me. Like it was too much happening at once, child. And oh I had pee. Like I had the bubble guts from that soup we had. Like it was just too much. But life updates. I don't know. I don't really have much. I'm starting a new job. That's really it. Still a bad bitch. Still chilling. Making coins, spending them recklessly. Mm-hmm. Them purchases yeah. today. <laughs> Regardless of the fact, let's just jump right into it. Let's. You ready for the mess? Justy Smollett, is he lying or is he not lying? From what the story reads, for anybody who did not know or doesn't know. Yeah, give him a little background. Just a little backstory. Justy Smollett has been, um, unfortunately, and I'm going to have to say allegedly in front of this because now it's up for debate. I don't want to have to say allegedly, but just to be politically correct. Yeah, um, and to also avoid cease and desist. I mean, <laughs> baby, correct. Because bitch, we're getting. Listen, no- we're not paying lawyer fees in 2019. Baby, we're not. <laughs> correct. Sarah always has one eye on the government. <laughs> <laughs> so the thing that happened with Jesse Smollett is that he allegedly was um, noosed, beaten, and also drenched in bleach. Um, he came out of it with a broken rib, you know, some scars and some stuff like that. Um, from an attacker in Chicago, he said that they uh, basically ambushed him, and I wanted—I don't know if they put something over his head or not, um, but I know that he said that they put a noose around his neck and told him that this was MAGA country, and that um, he, and this was in Boys Town, right? This was in Chicago. I think he was leaving Boys Town, but definitely in Chicago. Like he was leaving a gay club, so it definitely had to be Boys Town. Um, I mean, if he had any sense, but not in Logan Square. It's so definitely. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so the basically what happened was he got beat up for that. There was a, a letter that was sent to Fox News about two weeks ago before the incident um, that said, you know, he was going to die or like they were going to try to kill him or whatever for whatever just happened. And then from there, you know, the incident occurred. So basically what everybody's saying now is there's holes in his story there has been fabrications about what he's been saying. Some of the girls are saying that he was trying to buy um, sex. Um, I can't say if he's a top or a bottom. Not my business. 
Um, but he was or trying verse. to buy or verse. I always forget about the verse. My right. bad. Damn. What? Yeah, you speak up for your kind. Yes. <laughs> Shut up. Tell the story. <laughs> That's why Javon doesn't doesn't really mention it at all. He's just like, oh, th- oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, not I mean, even in his peripheral. Correct. So I'm just like, okay. Um, they said that he was either trying to a buy sex. Um, and then somehow shit, shit went left and his team is trying to cover up the incident by using this. Um, or two, the second story, mind you, this is all alleged. I'm not saying I believe any of it. Um, but they're saying that there was an incident about him being in the club. Um, very high celebrity-like, like, give me VIP, all the other shit, blah, 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 blah. And he's been having sexual relations with someone in said club. Um, multiple times, and the boyfriend of the boy was there, and his like friend... Like, dick in the club? No, not... I don't... No, I wouldn't say that. But, I mean, basically... <laughs> <laughs> well, you said having sexual relations with somebody in the club. What does that mean? Well, I mean, like, there was a dude in the club who he's been fucking around with, and, <laughs> you know, he just happened to be in the club at the same time. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what it meant. That's what it means, literally, Justin. <laughs> Correct. Like, I didn't say sexual... You didn't... You, he didn't say any innuendo. I mean, having sexual relations is what it is. Correct. Yeah, so, I'm going to download music from LimeWire. <laughs> regardless, like, they're basically saying that the boy's boyfriend set him up with his friends and jumped him. And regardless of the fact, whatever the story is, the the Twitter sphere and everybody is basically saying that he's lying. Um, Me and my whole thing is, if he is lying, what's the motive? Like, what are you trying to cover up? And, like, why would you and your team go with this? to like cover up something that's so small like i mean people buy sex all the time personally like people buy sex people will pay for a fantasy and people get what they want if you have the coins and you have a sex worker who's willing to do it then it's a simple transaction like i don't see prostitution as the worst thing ever to try to cover up if he was just trying to you know buy some sex uh-huh. you know it had you know some people want a certain things done to them and you know but regardless like i don't see an issue with that but what i do see an issue with is if this is what they chose to run with as the cover-up it's really sad because yeah. like one, you're already dragging MAGA supporters into it. So now they've already got a hold of this story. because the MAGA hive. Correct. Because this has made national news at this point. So, like, you're going to have them coming out of the left field and child, the woodwork, the country, bitch, the the, 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 the forest. I don't fucking know. The but, <laughs> Correct. They were going to be coming out of Yuli. Okay? Yuli, Florida. Child, leave Yuli alone. <laughs> what the fuck is okay. Yuli? Girl, you don't want to know. Okay? So regardless <laughs> of the... We don't speak about Yuli. We don't Sounds speak like a, it into existence. Right. It's personal I don't know. I think now with this information being told, like, what do you guys think of the situation? Like, do you feel like he's lying? Is he not lying? The FBI is now involved? Like, this is a big deal. I feel like, I don't know. There's just, a, there's just like, the small sliver of me that just can't believe that he would fabricate, like, that Jesse Smollett would fabricate this. And I feel like... It started because it was just like police reports who like looked in who are who are investigating and obviously the Chicago PD is involved and obviously that's just already discreditable as it begins. We are mm-hmm. talking about the same police department that has had a lot of controversy on its hand on their and like in that department. So I'm like I'm already just kinda like hmm, a little shady. Mm, I don't know. Right that. Okay. It would just I feel like it would just be a really beyond stupid thing for someone to like fabricate and lie. So there's like a part of me that just doesn't believe that 
any of the stories behind him trying to like it was just like a cover-up he did it for publicity he hired people to like fake beat him up and stuff like that or like you know something about like nigerian twins or brothers but even even if he hired people but even if he hired people to beat him up for publicity like what is he promoting? Like, that's the thing. Like, what's the motive? I'm, I'm not trying to be shady. Like, no, I swear that, to God. That, like, that's just exactly. Same thing. That's where I'm just kind of like, is this something where it's like an obstruction of justice? Like, alleged obstruction of justice? Where, like, the Chicago PD is just like, instead of trying to actually hold people accountable in this action, they're just trying to, like, fabricate a lie so that everyone could, just to discredit one person. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Justin, what do you think? I think that... I agree with Ingrid. Wholeheartedly? I, I believe Jesse until there is substantial evidence saying that he made that shit up. Agree. Because I feel like we don't. when these stories are brought to light, we don't believe them enough, and we don't believe people who are abused. And it's always we're always quick as a culture to try to find a lie in it or try to find a reason why they're wrong or trying to victim blame or victim shame or whatever. So mm-hmm. until there's like substantial proof that he made this up, I'm going to continue to believe him. Same. I think it's actually kind of sad. Like you said, like we live in a yeah. a culture that does that because people are like really trying to find lines through this, through his story. They're like recounting the first time he told it to, the most recent time on Good Morning America and, like, finding holes in it. And I'm like, y'all are... Like, why can't we just believe him? Because, honestly, it happens on a normal scale to normal people all the time, which is the real reason why I really hope he's not lying because there are a lot, plenty of LGBTQ people, not just gay black men. We're already a marginalized group. But gay black people... I mean, gay people in general who, you know, represent LGBTQ youth or whatever and just in general, who get, you know... um assaulted all the time yeah and i and i a regular and people are and i'm so sorry but like somebody told me in chicago there's like a lot of public video surveillance and stuff like chicago's like a well-watched city from what i'm told Mm -hmm. like and you know y'all used to live there so i really wanted to talk to you about it because you like kind of know about the system but i don't know i don't know i believe him though but same it sucks there's just something about there's just something about this where it just it just doesn't seem credible. It seems like a cover up within either I don't know if it's like the police department or if it becomes people who you know are in that MAGA realm or whatever that they're trying just to like discredit this story or trying to like bring it down because it just it just doesn't add up. It just it's very very weird and there's just like no evidence. True that I feel you. So moving on, did y'all watch the J-Lo Motown Grammy tribute? I'll call it a performance, if you will. Open to interpretation. <laughs> Does J-Lo not perform? She definitely doesn't sing. No, she definitely didn't sing. Because when we, I watched it... We know that. <laughs> <laughs> ben knew. Yo, that would actually be breaking <laughs> news. <laughs> J-Lo sang. <laughs> Yeah, um, I mean, she danced, wore garments, gowns, beautiful gowns. I mean, she... 
Personally, <laughs> when I watched it, I was like, You're okay, gagged. I am gagged. Because when I watched it, I was like, okay. Like, I didn't watch the Grammys. I was booked during it. <laughs> but I was just like, okay, like, this is, um, you know, kind of cute. But she's not singing. Like... <laughs> And then even like the pre-recorded vocals sounded a mess. So I'm just like, ooh, like what's going on? Like <laughs> personally, I just feel like poor Shanti was backstage with the mic, just like trying to help good sister. Child, Ashanti couldn't even save that. So like <laughs> I don't know. What I do feel like the main thing to talk about is because I feel you guys didn't see the performance, did you? No. No. I won't watch it. Oh, okay. But so that's with, not gonna stop me from talking about it. T. So with that being said, I've seen clips on Twitter and like me. Any and any any moment I have to throw a dig at J Lo is a good moment for me. Wow. <laughs> so with that being said, she's about to live up to that hype in season one where I just threw out, oh, J Lo can't act, and everyone was gagged. I had so many people texting me telling me I'm wrong, and bitch, I'm not wrong. J Lo has played the same. <laughs> white woman for the past 10 movies so leave me alone <laughs> ingrid enough was a good movie you tried it uh-uh, uh-uh. <laughs> played that same white woman for 10 movies wow <laughs> and why, she, why does she have to play she's a white woman she's, she's latina she's always all her characters are like written that way unless it was like made in manhattan and that was like the one where it was like very like Latina esque, but all yeah, the other right. ones have just been like very ethnically ambiguous white girl. You're right. Enough was definitely supposed to be for a white lady, mm-hmm. personally. But yeah. Anyway, so the real conversation was <laughs> the real conversation was if they should have gotten other people to do the Grammy tribute outside of J Lo. Because they felt like J Lo was <laughs> because <laughs> y'all can see right now. <laughs> because they felt like J Lo was not a good fit. Um, a lot of people on the Twitter sphere were saying that she's not even black. So By a lot of she... people on the Twitter sphere were usually talking about Ingrid and her stance. <laughs> <laughs> they were saying that J Lo is not um racially able to perform songs at I mean for a Motown tribute because she's not um African American. Um, and Smokey Robinson, one of the you know forefathers of Motown, um, said that Motown music is for everybody, not just for black people, not just for white people, but for the world. So we should it's respect for everyone's ears. It is for every. Ooh. It is for everyone's ears. Okay, so wait, so wait. If it is for everybody's ears, then why can't Jayla perform it for people to listen? The no, fa- the problem is, is if we didn't have someone to sufficiently do the per- tribute. <laughs> Y'all both just said the same thing in different ways. <laughs> Jason, Justin, <laughs> Justin, 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 Justin and I are just like you. You know that one clip of like that like diehard Mariah fan, and there's like a J Lo fan right next to yeah. her, and she, she can't even sing. That's us. <laughs> I mean. I'm going to say anybody can perform Motown. Like, you could be black, white, whoever, because I feel like that music is very universal to Anyone the world. Anyone can perform it. I can perform it. You can perform it. But we all can perform it well. And I think a lot of people were booked that night. And I think they were going down the list who they follow on Instagram. And I think they came out across at J-Lo. And they were like, let's see if she's available. And, you know... I don't think she's on tour right now, so... She's actually, she's she announced just announced it. tour, yeah. Oh, she announced it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She, she How just 
Okay. Right. So she's capitalizing <laughs> off of the press of her Motown performance to push her tour. The Motown performance that got mixed reviews. Some people enjoyed it. Um, personally, as somebody who did watch it, um, JLo is a great performer, but vocally, sis, it just it was not there for me. No. So then she's not a great performer. If she has no vocals, all she's doing is dancing and looking. So she's a good dancer. Performing is dance that's, and vocals. That's the only thing she has going for her is the dancing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I mean, listen, because that's real tea. That's real tea. She started out as a down. She started out as a dancer, but somehow she scammed us into thinking that she can sing and she can act. I don't know where we threw those two things. And then she like capitalized on like the Selena like sentimentalism because I mean R.I.P. to the real Selena. So, uh, you know, Selena Quintanilla. But that movie is terrible. And that's just because you have a Puerto Rican woman trying to act Mexican. And that's awful. And I will go on the record and I will just say it and I will continue to say it. You know, personally, I've always, I'm so happy you said it because honestly, the movie Selena, I, I've never liked it. I'm not even going to front y'all. Like, I like Selena's songs. Like, you know, a BBB is a bop, bitch. Okay. I love a BBB bop. She could sing. She could sing. The real Selena could dance and was a performer. JLo can only do one of those things. <laughs> <laughs> and for the record states, JLo had to get her ass padded to be on that movie. <laughs> so, she did? Yeah. Oh my god, you don't let this lady breathe. Look, Ingrid, I'm gonna stay Ingrid. at her neck. <laughs> the Amazon is in the neck. I can't. Oh, okay, I, I want to give J-Lo a rest because y'all been talking on her wig way too much. Yeah. No, but I, you said my, that it was my, a performance, my but performance takes singing and dancing. Yeah. I just think, like, the whole tribute wasn't well thought of in terms of how to do it well and how to bring people in and, like, to actually do, like, a good tribute to Motown just to, like, put it all on J-Lo, who, whose music doesn't have any type of roots into, like... Mm. The stuff other than oh I'm a fan of a couple I've like I've listened to like eight Motown songs okay cool like just kind of to me was That's an not iPod. to me that wasn't really well thought of if like J Lo was like doing a like Celia Cruz tribute it seems like within what? within realm who the fuck is that Celia Cruz is like like a big salsa like oh. singer mm. okay nice hold on wait does she like Drawing her eyebrows and stuff. Yeah, like, she like it? she used to wear like crazy wigs. Yes. Okay, okay. I've seen her before. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wait. Like, okay. Was, so if, if J Lo, doing... <laughs> if J Lo didn't do the Motown tribute, I need two people. I need at least three people off the top of your head right now who should have did it. Go, Justin. Like performers who who should have d- did a tribute to Motown. If not J Lo, who else should have performed? Mm, Fantasia Barino. Yes, we're just saying her last name. Um, it's it's tough because the people that I'm thinking of are like some are mainstream, some are not. No, but yeah. say it. It doesn't matter. It's the Grammys. Grammys is for music. I honestly think it would be really interesting if Dawn did a Motown tribute. Okay, and like paid homage to their sound but also infused some of her like newer nah. electric yeah. vibes into it i think it could create <laughs> javon javon wants a pure tribute yeah i want a pure i want a pure tribute i don't oh need this is my take on it 
Not at the Grammys. Like, somebody I can see is, like, JoJo. I can see Tori Kelly. I can see Beyonce, honestly. But, you know, the Grammys, you know, they didn't have a point. And um, Correct. I can see um, Kelly Rowland. I, you know? that, was, that was on my mind. Maybe Jennifer Hudson. Yeah, I mean, oh, I don't feel like hearing this. Let me stop. Let me stop. Let me stop. Let me stop. But, <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Jojo like, I like Jojo. Jojo vocally could be able to pull off a good Stevie Robinson song, I feel like, or Lionel Richie. And Tori Kelly would have like came in and like, you know, gave us a nice acoustic song. Like, I don't know. I feel like they could have chose a lot of different people. That yeah. is we'll agree with you on that, baby. Patty LaBelle. Come on, Patty. Exactly. <laughs> Maybe even, even Solange. Um, Who knows what Solange is doing? Like, why? See, yes, Solange would have done a great. Yes, that would have been cute. Yeah. Or my friend of Jaga, shit. Anybody but J Lo. So Cardi won Rap Album of the Year. Mm. And BET um decided to come out of their motherfucking neck and say some fuck ass shit about Nicki. Oh, we're talking about this. We have to talk about it because. Okay. What do you mean? Oh, so you're. What BT come for saying what the fuck they said? I know you're Barty gang, Justin. It's cute, and I'm not a bar. But BT being a network and saying some shit like that about a woman who they have capitalized off of for years, yeah, it's bullshit. And as an artist and as somebody who gets how that game works, if Nikki ever does anything else for them, she's dumb as fuck. Okay, but it wasn't BET as a holistic company. It was one community manager trying to be cute. It was a community manager who had to have somebody approve that, which means a copywriter saw that, which you means other know. people above that saw that. You I do know. know. No, because I've done live events for, like, the MLB as a community manager, and it's not always... Not everybody wants to work the weekend. So if they feel like they can trust you, they'll be like, yeah, girl, live tweeted, just do not, don't do anything stupid. True. And as a community manager, you know, you're probably like... What can get most engagement? What will get most likes? What will get most clicks? What will get us like free press and all that stuff? So homegirl was like, oh, let me do something cute with this line. She did something cute. She did something edgy. And what happened was it backfired on her ass. And it was a bad career move for her Mm -hmm. in particular. But that was an individual speaking on behalf of a company, not a company speaking on behalf of a person. And I think that's what like gets very lost in the sauce and for Nicki Minaj to not only come at BT which she had every right to do but she came after the person tried to attack her get her following. Oh, I didn't see that she posted pictures of the girl who's the community manager for BET like pictures that are like not the most flattering pictures oh of I the saw girl. those I and saw that. She did that? Yeah. And she Bitch, was, teach me. I didn't know that. And then people went, found who the girl was, because Nikki tweeted out her picture, found her personal name, her full name, her email address, and all her social profiles. Oh my gosh. So when you use your power, your clout, your following to attack a person, when it, that you're on a whole different caliber. And this isn't even her I first time doing that. You. I yeah. can't respect you. No, this this isn't. <laughs> you're in the gutter. <laughs> wow. I did not. Okay, look. That's not some queen shit. And that's why the album flopped. The barbs have no purchasing power. Good luck next time. <laughs> <laughs> why do we always give them the mic whenever we talk about Nikki? 
<laughs> we have to, but I mean, like Nikki, it's like me and Linton Chayla. Nikki made a very pointed personal attack on somebody who's in their first year to three years of their career, just starting out of college, probably super excited to work at Viacom for BET to be their community manager, wants to prove themselves, getting likes and engagement. Let me be clear, what she said was fucking wrong and disrespectful about Nicki Minaj. She shouldn't be talking about Nicki Minaj's hair, and she shouldn't try to be, like, to further the narrative to have Cardi and Nicki fight. However, Nicki Minaj, using the clout that she has, and knowing that her barbs are fucking almost MAGA in the way they fucking react to shit, because uh, Nicki Minaj can say one thing, and they run, fly, drive, hydroplane with that shit. So you know what? Her doing that was fucked up because she knew what her fans would do. Her fans got that girl's personal social profiles, her Facebook, her Instagram, her email, her Gmail address, her full ass name to make pointed attacks at her. So I have no respect for her anymore. And that's why, you know, Beyonce has kept her distance. To be honest, now that I know that, like, honestly, the barbs probably got her address, too. That's the high key part, which is really scary. Because, you know, bitch, somebody spilled some The barbs need a fucking job. But, you know, that's why I, I hereby declare the Barb's a terrorist organization. Oh, the Barb's are unemployed, <laughs> and that's why Queen didn't sell. I mean, for home with did... no jobs, making memes, and talking about some Queen radio, tune in at 3 p.m. Bitch, you're supposed to be at work. <laughs> what I'm going to say is, I did not know. Look, I didn't look into the story that deep. No. I'll... I looked into it as BT trying to read Nikki. Nikki pulled out. And as an artist, I was looking at it from this is something I could I wouldn't stand for as an artist. So yeah. I don't blame her for doing that. Oh, the all extra that I'm cool with. Oh yeah, no, same. But that extra shit with all I didn't know I didn't know I didn't know that. Because now I kind of feel some type of way about it because this she isn't her first time doing that. That's fucked up. Of that girl, like on in her Halloween outfit. She was like dressed as like Susie Carmichael, yeah. looking kind of cute from Halloween. But people were like bringing down her looks, fat shaming her, all ah! this shit, finding out her personal information. And meanwhile, Nikki's just responding to them with smiley faces like, bitch, what? You're supposed to be grown. You're supposed to be a queen. You're supposed to be a queen. You sound sour because Cardi won the rap album and you're at home mad with Twitter fingers making your damn free-ass podcast streaming service that you head up to Apple Music to do for 90 minutes, dropping two freestyles, just knowing that your barbs will get so hype. But where was that energy on the album? Hmm. What were the singles from the album? Um, the singles from Queen Laura were ben- <laughs> Laura Bancroft. The the singles from Queen were Chun Li, Barbie <laughs> Tings, um, Heart White is a new single, Ganja Burns, um, I believe. Oh, and that one where she Barbie Dreams, right? The one where she oh yeah, and Barbie Dreams with the Muppet video mm-hmm. and Bet. <laughs> Stop! Stop! Oh my god. <laughs> You asked me for the single. <laughs> that video? <laughs> Looking like chicken and I thought I thought jo- I thought I thought Javon was really gonna give us like chart statistics, like where it charted and stuff like that. I was no, about we don't I was, I was about to. Regardless of the fact about Nikki, how do y'all feel about Cardi winning rap album of the year? I'm happy for Queen. I'm happy for her. I'm happy for her. I'm happy for her. Mm-hmm. I think it was the album that the like the 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 Academy, like, of the Grammys would have voted for. And personally, I think it was good that one, a female one, because I thought all the other albums last year put out by men were terrible. 
but that's just because the ratio like in the genre of rap i tend to listen to more female than male just because like most men are just like let's be real most Damn. most male rappers are just kind of lame yeah, I agree. And they trash women, they're, just, they're homophobic they're just, as fuck, and they talk about just, like, getting liquor on the side of the bodega corner, and then go to the club and fucking bitches. They just sound the same, you know? They just sound the yeah. same. For me, a lot, for me, a lot of rap is too violent. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, y'all be talking about beating people up and, like, shooting people. Like, I can't relate. I, can, like, I just, just shake my ass and have fun. That too, honestly. And, you know, I'm just trying to fuck. Like, you know, like, I just want some good songs in between. I don't have, you know, I used to carry around a gun in Orlando, but I'm not trying to, like, actively oh try to god. kill somebody, you know? Bitch, I had my permit. Don't be talking about, oh my god. My granddaddy made sure I was straight, okay? Mm-hmm. Wasn't no hate crime about to happen to Jay Scott, period. Mm-hmm. Bitch, I'll shoot you. Mm-hmm. I was not playing that in Florida. It was yep. definitely legal. It's so, Florida, pull it's up Florida. on me if you want to. Okay? It's Florida, you gotta watch your six. That part. And I'm from Jacksonville on the north side. Pull up on me if you want to. Anyway, um, Monique and Steve Harvey. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> so, to close the Nicki Minaj thing, I just hope she grows the fuck up. Oh, you had to get one more tug. <laughs> she had, he had to tug the wig a little bit. He, get, he had to make sure all the follicles was gone off the edges. He had to shift it. He had to just... <laughs> she needs to grow up. She's pushing 30. No, she's she's past thirty. She's oh. past thirty. Remember that one person <laughs> said that she was closer to forty than thirty. <laughs> Wait, what? And she went off on her. It was someone on Twitter. <laughs> oh, it was yes. Yes. She's like, she's like, I'm tired of Nikki being so immature. You're put, you're closer to forty than thirty. And when Nikki went off on her, and I was just like, I was like, the person had a point though. <laughs> oh, she's thirty six. She is closer to 40 than 30. <laughs> okay. But she acts like she's 17 years old. Well. I mean, when your fan base is 17 years old. I mean, actually, I take that back. When I was 17, we weren't pointing attacks at people and finding I knew you was going to come and say this. No. I mean, when I, I was, was young. I was doing that. No, I mean personally, when I was young and on Stan Twitter, I've Were said this story on before. Someone half your age? I was not picking on someone half my age. Let's That's what Nikki that. just did. That is what Nikki just did. But I'm just saying, as a fan, because like I used to be a part of the Navy, like really heavy. Rihanna. Yeah. Is there a problem? But how's that relate to Nikki? Oh, it doesn't. I'm just saying from a, a fan standpoint, like I was like 15, 16, 17. But like I don't know, Rihanna's never been messy. I don't even know where the fuck I was going with that. Monique and Steve Harvey, y'all. <laughs> Right, I was like, why'd you bring Rihanna into this Nikki discussion? What has talent? What? Let me stop. Ooh. So, Nikki. Oh, uh, my God. I mean, Monique and uh, Steve Harvey, what were you going to say? Yes, Monique and Steve Harvey had a sit down. Um, They talked about the incident that happened with them being on stage together. I don't know if y'all remember, but Monique had a, or Steve Harvey had a stand up show at the time, or Monique had one, but whoever child. And they, one of them asked the other one to come up on stage. I think it was Monique's show. She asked Steve Harvey to come up on stage. And he was just basically like, oh, like you should apologize and blah, 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 blah. It was around the Netflix thing. And she was like, Lee Daniels can suck my dick. Oprah can suck my dick. Tyler Perry can suck my dick. Blah, 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 blah. So that was the last time they saw each other when she sat down with him on the Steve Harvey show, basically talking about her new, um, um, deal with net, not Netflix. She has a new show. She has a residency in a Vegas, residency. Yeah, she's the first female black comedian to ever have that. Let's talk about it. So, with that being said, she's out doing promo for that, and also still talking about, um, you know, racial inequality within Hollywood. And 
you know, Steve Harvey was just basically like, you know, I love you, and I just don't understand like why you did. Like, I understand why you did it, but like, there's a way to play the game, and He's you bored. you must not want no money. And how could you sit up here and do this and do that? Basically, telling her to coon out just to get some coins. But Monique really went off on him. And I know she was. He was like, you should lower your integrity for a coin. Literally, lo- yeah. literally, coin. literally, not all coin is good coin. And what Monique was saying was. How dare you? And the same thing I'm telling you and the same thing Oprah told me, say, you know what? You're right. I get you. I feel you. How can y'all stand behind me in private but not stand behind me in public? Mm. What What does that say about you as a person? Mm. If you could tell me behind closed doors, yeah, I feel you and sis, I support you and you did that. How can you still not stand with me? And Steve Harvey was just like, oh, coward. well, definitely much coward. And he felt like, oh, well, you know, I feel like the way you did it was wrong, Mo. The way you did it was wrong. You know you was wrong. And blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, yeah, Personally, I feel like the way that she shifted, it, the way that she shifted it in the beginning was a little messy. That does not negate that the topic was still prevalent. I mean, not prevalent, revel- valid. Yeah, valid, relevant, and needed. Like it's a discussion to talk about. Like regardless of how she approached the situation or not. And how the fuck dare you tell me that I'm just supposed to lay back and let these white people take fucking advantage of me and these networks and shit? After I gave Lee Daniels the biggest movie of his career, bitch, I exactly. jumped out of his career. Let's motherfucking talk about it. I jump started his career for him to be able to do everything that he's doing now to be one of the best directors. And you want to sit up here and tell me I need to lay back and get paid for free? I mean, and I get paid to do promo? No. Mm-hmm. It don't work that way. That's, that wasn't in my contract. Yeah. So I get her. And I feel like Steve Harvey can suck a dick. Like, I can't. Oh, God. Well, I can't Steve stand Harvey him in his ugly saying... ass suits. He's so, he's so fucking homophobic. <clears throat> like, he wants to sit up here and rally around black men and all that other shit, but then want to call in Paula Dean to come to his um camps or some shit. Girl, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Talk about him, please. What Steve Harvey was saying. I'm thinking about that basically... fucking porn stash on Family Feud. Shit's weird. <laughs> Steve Harvey needs to make sure that he's making as much money as he can so that his daughter, Lori Harvey, can go to the Rock Nation brunch and take groupie photos with Jay Z, giving him Nala eyes, mm-hmm. and then post on it on Instagram just so she can say she went to the Rock Nation brunch. That shit ain't free. Daddy gotta pay. So Steve was letting Monique know that he does whatever he needs to do for a coin, risks integrity and all, because you know what? He's got children to feed. They got to go to the Rock Nation brunch. He's got grandchildren to feed. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) my opinion on, like, really what Steve Harvey had to say and, like, what Monique has kind of just been going through, and this has just been something that, like, Monique has been talking about and hasn't really deserved much respect towards it because I feel like a lot of people have been discrediting her especially from the whole Netflix scandal from her trying to get you know obviously negotiating more money and when you looked at how much you know how much money that Netflix was paying her compared to other white comedians and things like that I felt like it was just really a slap in the face to like Steve Harvey just to just basically say yeah lower your integrity and who you are as a person to get to play the system to like make money and i'm like monique doesn't have to do that monique is an oscar winning performer and comedian oh go off she deserves like high billing if she's do if she's being if she's promoting a new project she deserves to get paid for it like other actors and actresses in that level of caliber that they do negotiate that in their contract and they do get paid for that. And it's not something that they just like lower their integrity or anything like that for it. They are asking for 
they're asking for compensation for the labor that they're performing. And that is simply what Monique is doing. And when you think, and especially when, when he said that, I found it so bizarre or well not really bizarre but just like hilarious that we also like heard news that Colin Kaepernick is in another football player I don't really watch NFL that much other than knowing who Colin Kaepernick is is in talks to coming back with the NFL and he's negotiating for more money so it's not his whole advice of just like playing the system and like working out for that. That I mean, Colin Kaepernick's story is the complete antithesis of that, where someone who stands up for their beliefs and gets paid rightfully what they deserve. Mm-hmm. Child, Ingrid just used a big old word. Say it again. You said antithesis. <laughs> <laughs> what word? What word was that? Yo, yo. These GRE words. <laughs> Girl, okay. You better go off of this GRE test. I'm here for it. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I agree. I feel like people, especially football players, but that's a whole different discussion. I feel like people yeah. should be paid fairly for their caliber of work. Just like if you were a company and you were bringing in a head CEO or executive to lead something, like you would pay them the money that they've earned and worked for, right? Because, bitch, you don't, as an entry-level person, you have to work your way up to that level. And, bitch, as you're working your way up, the wages do go up as well. So why can't that be the same case for her, you know? Yeah, and Monique, it's not like Monique is like an entry-level actress. Like, she's been in the game for the past decade and more so for that. So, okay, I like this mood lighting. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I agree. So yeah. 21 Savage um got arrested but by honestly, ice. By ice. Which threw everyone for Wait, I'm sorry. so sorry. I feel like New York on Celebrity Big Brother because when I heard it, I was like, oh my god, ISIS. I was like, yeah, I was like, he got kidnapped by ISIS. What? And then my roommate was like Javon, calm down. <laughs> and I was just like, no, ice this bitch. Like, the terrorist group? Like, oh, my God, how? Stop, and he was on. like, no, ice. And I was like, ISIS? <laughs> and he was just like, no, ice. And I was like, bitch, what the fuck is that? And he was like, immigration control. Um, Customs enforcement. Right, oh, what's the... <laughs> entertainment baby immigration <laughs> customs enforcement that they're like the immigration police okay true <laughs> regardless of the fact i was really surprised um he was born in britain i've actually read up on the story and seen his interview since he's been released um and i didn't know that he missed a grammy performance from that incident but regardless of the fact he came over here when he was seven not 15 or 12 um, he came over here when he was seven. His visa was only supposed to be for, I believe, like two to three years. I don't know. One of those. It was definitely less than 10 years. But, child, somehow or another, he just stayed up underneath the radar and never went back to Britain. And, you know, he said that he knew he wasn't born here. But, like, he said, as a youngster, like, he didn't know anything about a visa and all that other stuff. Like, you know, sometimes your family can kind of keep that away from you. Mm-hmm. I, know, I know a whole grown-ass woman who was born in Germany and lives in the U.S., but her parents were her parents are also from Germany, and now she's having issues with I guess ICE trying to deport her back to Germany because they want paperwork that she's a citizen and all the other stuff. But her parents have passed away; she doesn't have any of that. So now she's trying to prove that she's an actual citizen here just because she was born in Germany. Like that's a real thing. That's mm-hmm. scary. Uh, 
Yeah, no, a lot of people fall into that. I mean, like, to be honest, when that happened, my context of 21 Savage was obviously the feature on that Cardi song. I didn't know much of his story, but when I heard much about it, I think for me, it kind of, it one, it really broke my heart. Two, I hated that, especially in this administration, I would say in this political climate that we live in, and call it what you will, like, the ICE as an like as an enforcement agency has really started getting like very gross tactics of doing immigration raids like there was that one story about in Mon- in like Montana or one of those like very northern states where uh, a border patrol like customs and like a custom a border patrol like agent or whatever was at a gas station and detained two women because they were speaking Spanish and basically his rationale was no one here speaks Spanish. So you obviously must not be from here if and then I mean they're filing the two women are filing uh you know uh a class claim, like, exactly they're okay. whatever it is or anything like that, which they deserve. Mm-hmm. Hopefully that Get goes through. Points. But as oh, an agency, like they've they've started to like really do a lot of gross tactics and for to go after a famous person and kind of have that this like famous person just be kind of be like as a way of just like threatening all the individuals, you mm-hmm. know, who live in this type of circumstance where they're they're undocumented, you know, they're in between, you know, some type of state of documentation or, you know, individuals who are here. And of course, like, I'm not someone to like criminalize if you overstay a visa, because come on, it's not like you're killing babies for it, or you're doing something like really harsh about it. But in 21 Savage case, when he stayed here, he was brought here over as a child and didn't know about it. A lot of young immigrant children have a very similar story. They don't Mm -hmm. know that they're undocumented until like for many of them is when they start applying for college. And when college applications start asking for social security numbers, and when they start asking their own parents, their parents are like, well, you don't have one. You know, yeah. In most instances, you would say the parent wouldn't tell the child for them to stay safe. It's out of their own. It's out of their a lot of what like parents do is just out of for their own safety. They they don't want they're trying to probably their parents are trying to fix the situation mm-hmm. and the situation has gotten out of control. And it just depends on the family structure and how much. But like a lot for a lot of parents, like they don't want them to know because they don't want them to feel anxiety about their situation or they just trying to shield and protect them. But eventually like the child will find out that they have no legal status here in the U S and that in their own You don't have no social security number to go to elementary school. You don't need one. Oh, actually you don't for, to go to public school. You don't need, you don't need to prove citizenship or anything like that. Actually it's illegal. It's, a, it's illegal to like actually ask a child if they have a social or like their legal status like when especially since like a couple years ago there was like a huge a uh, one way like a lot of scammers try to steal like social security numbers was going through <laughs> school. Miami Go, going through school it, Miami is one of them um, okay yeah um, where they would go through school records and they would steal kids' social security numbers so that they could do like fraudulent things with those numbers. So that's why a lot of schools 
one, don't really ask for it anymore. It's not necessary. But also, two, a school is not like public schools are not to turn away children if they don't have one. Yeah. Regardless of their uh-huh. status. So for me, I think like, again, 21 Savage and especially like hearing his talk about like Good Morning America and like the situation that he kind of goes through. I think it sheds a light on, especially when it comes to like immigration issues. When we think of immigration, we obviously think of it as like a very Hispanic you know, and a lot of the forefront and a lot of activists in that movement have been, you know, within the Latino community. But I feel like a lot of the black immigrants are not given a like a voice within that community or they're very marginalized in that community. And I hope with the news with 21 Savage, it really sheds a light that immigration issues isn't just a Latino issue. It's every it could be anyone's issue and it's, mm-hmm. and it's an issue that touches a lot of different people and especially black immigrants. True. Ooh, child, that was okay. Ingrid, are you running for office? No, but I uh, probably with all the mess in my life. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I don't want to get that Apple research. And then you see those attack ads where they just like rip this podcast and they put it on TV. Absolutely not. <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> I can't. I feel like I don't know. You definitely make a really good point. As a African American, I never really think about black people being like deported or having an issue with immigration because, like you said, it's something that the media kind of foreshows is just like Latinx people mm-hmm. and like Hispanics. Um, and it sucks that that's been the narrative for years because honestly, until that thing happened with Twenty One Savage, I would have never imagine in my mind like a black person like being having an issue with you know immigration and stuff but then that's also like me having to think about how people did come over here when they were younger um and then my own experience like actually being a citizen and like growing up here and like not having the opportunity to go overseas and stuff um as of yet but soon um so yeah you definitely make a good point justin do you have any thoughts Mm, i think Ingrid captured it all. I think what was really interesting was about the whole situation when I really found about found out about it was when Demi Lovato tweeted a meme. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> and then um her and Wale got into it on Instagram. I don't know. I'm just they're exhausting. Demi Lovato is exhausting as fuck, honestly. How is she exhausting? Like, ugh. She's so talented. And I feel for her, for her, like, struggles with, um, you know, all the stuff that she goes through, like, mental health, substance abuse, whatever it is, and fully support her going into rehab. But she does this thing where, like, she'll be absent on social media for months and then come back with really good intentions and like be like, oh, like love and light, love and light. But then as soon as someone says something to her that's like off kilter, she freaks the fuck out. And that's yeah. like what happened with Wale. She's like, Wale was, she tweeted the meme and then Wale was like, yo, like this isn't funny. Like, the, like he, this dude has kids. And she's like, well, maybe you need to stop worrying about what I'm posting and get out of my DMs, Wale, because basically, like, trying to insinuate that Wale's, like, been trying to, like, hit on her or something, like, in yeah. DMs. And Wale was like, wait, like, why are you coming with this energy? Like, what? 
So, and this is, I thought it was funny when she said that. I'm sorry. And this, I mean, it was a gag, personally. I, I, I cackled. <laughs> because it was just like, like it has nothing to do with like, the situation. Self-destructive social media behavior. Yeah. So, like, personally over. I unfollowed her from everything because, girl, just, there's some, social media is not for everyone. I truly believe that. Mm-hmm. And I believe that if you are focused on yourself having other people interject their opinions into your feed can have a very negative reaction and i think she just sees that a lot and she she has a tendency to feed into it i mean so i'm over it i feel like demi has had a bad social media experience in general because when her and selena used to be friends no but i'm just being honest when her and selena used to be friends they used to always call demi fat and they will always say, like, oh, she's not as pretty as Selena. Like, she's the ugly friend. Like, really going on her and her looks. It all started from that. Because they would be like, oh, well, like, she's the fat Disney girl. And, like, she's, like, not as skinny as, like, Selena. And, like, she's, I mean, she's not as skinny as Miley. And she's not as pretty as Selena. Like, but she can sing. You know, like, they've been doing that from the beginning with her. I feel like her experience with social media from the jump, especially, like, when it first started popping up with Ustream and um bitch i'm just going back through the timeline hole like through you stream and you know when the girls used to be on live and all the other shit like i don't know i feel bad for her she just needs to let her team run her shit exactly that's what that was my thought she just needs to like hand over her twitter to her publicist make her do like some little fluff posts and then that's it and then for her to just live in peace because Mm. you know what it's just it. You either stay in your lane, or if you don't know how to stay in it, then baby girl, being famous ain't for you. You're talented, <laughs> but being a persona is just isn't it. It isn't it. Damn. No, that is a good point. She tends to swerve out of her lane, and when people are like, "Whoa, whoa!" Like, which what do you do? is like, like, it's like if you swerve out, if if you swerve out of your lane, you're gonna get called out for it. Your car is gonna honk at you. Like, duh. Mm. Like, and if you just, if you can't handle that, then you, you can't handle this thing called the show business. Then, you know, go retire, go live in Arizona and like some like, you know, Georgia O'Keefe it up, you know, have fun. But if you can't be, if you just can't handle being a public person and having to understand that everything that comes out of your mouth is going to be scrutinized and that people are going to like really like have a problem with if you say something that can be off colored. Yeah. The same goes for Ariana Grande too. Oh, oh. (laughs) which leads us into our next topic. Thank you, Next, the album, Ariana Grande. Damn, Ingrid. <laughs> Did we listen to the album? I know a lot. Let's just start it with this before we even talk about the album. I know a lot of people have been telling me that they're tired of her in her mouth. I don't follow Ariana on Twitter. Yeah, she much. was like going off on Cardi for like didn't go off on her, but talk shit about her. Yeah, yeah. It was like very indirect. It was just kind of like because when she won Rap Album of the Year, I think she had like some type like little tiny hope that Mac Miller was gonna posthumously win it, and it was just kind of like I mean, like it's okay to feel that because I understand where she was coming from, but did she have a right to like tweet it out? Why? That's when I was just kind of questioning, like, why did you have to tweet it out? But you why can't just... you tweet it out? It just, like, makes, it just makes her sound a little petty and ungrateful. And that's exactly why she does tweet and delete. She tweets that shit out. If you have, if, like, you're oh, person, this, if you're a famous person, it actually like can delete. be offensive to somebody that's worked really hard for their Grammy and somebody who's put in a lot of work on this 
this album, like maybe saying about this, this is bogus. Maybe like I can think those things and tell them amongst my friends, but to tweet them out to a hundred million people probably wouldn't be the best because people might interpret that as me not supporting Cardi or me not supporting women in general and winning mm-hmm. or people just me being, being petty because you know I haven't won a Grammy. So you know, I mean she, she won a Grammy that night. She oh wait, did. she did? She yeah. did. She won her first Grammy. She won um, pop album. Yeah, best pop vocal album. Which honestly, Wait, she did. Mm-hmm. Best pop album. Best sweetener. pop vocal album. Yes, sweetener. <laughs> <laughs> Don't look at me like that. <laughs> no, because it was the look on your face. The wow. people who were in the best album, best pop vocal album. Yes, which best? basically means best pop vocal, best pop album. I believe it was like Shawn Mendes, Pink, Kelly Clarkson. Ariana Grande and one other person. Personally, I was rooting for Kelly Clarkson because her last album was amazing. Splenda won the best? Splenda. I knew Justin was going to come out and say that. (laughs) I did not know it. (laughs) The best? Wait, wait, the, the top. Not the bottom, baby. So when we look at the year and everything that was put out, they said that's the one? They said vocally that was the album that should have won. Yes. Wow. Yeah, so the nominees were Camille Cabello, Ooh. Kelly Clarkson, Shawn Mendes, Pink, Taylor Swift was in it too. Mm. She won. Wow. And those were the nominee. Oh my god. I was really rooting for Kelly Clarkson because her last album she sung her ass off. Pink too. I wanted Pink to come in second if Kelly wasn't gonna win because Arianators just buy whatever she puts out, though, to be honest. So if they're just looking at sales, then I mean... Regardless of the fact, thank you, Next. Did we listen to the album, Ingrid? Did you hear it? I haven't listened to it. (laughs) Not out of any shade or anything like that. Justin, don't don't come in here and twist my words. No, I always do this thing where when albums come out, I just kind of wait. I kind of let... I sit on them until, like, I'm at, like, at a good place in my mind to, like, actually listen to it. Because I've never been one to actually listen to it when it comes out. Mm-hmm. I, very rarely will I listen to an album when it comes out. But I'm still waiting for, like, the moment to listen to it. I think it's okay for so far. It was, like, what other people have told me. But I don't know. What are your what are your thoughts, Siobhan? Maybe you might convince me to listen to it. Mm-mm. Um, I don't, I don't think I can convince you to listen to it personally. Um, I, I'm going to preface this by saying I am a big Ariana Grande fan. I love her, her music so much. I feel like she's a dope artist. Of course, she's vocally singing the house down. Um, I like Sweetener. I love Dangerous Woman. I love Um, Sweet, I love Dangerous Woman a lot. Dangerous Woman is like like a pop classic. Sweetener, Yeah, yeah, me too. Thank you, Next was just like such a quick follow up from that that I like. I haven't formally like left Sweetener to transition into Thank You Next. Yeah, it's like a whole new. It's like two eras in one. It's kind of weird. Yeah, but, like but, I spaced it out a little. What I'm gonna say is, I feel like the album, which it just it's not for my palate. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the moodiness within the album. Like she definitely is the album is definitely a mood, just like Sweetener was a vibe. Um, but I don't know. Uh, I'm trying to be nice. A lot of the songs are like I couldn't understand what she was saying. Like 
enunciation wise. Like, <laughs> I'm not trying to be shady. I'm just being honest. Like, the melodies were dope. The beats were cute. But I just, I couldn't get into the album. To me, there was a disconnect. And there's been a disconnect for me this whole era with a lot of the songs. Yeah. Uh, and that's just what it is. I'm still a fan. Um, you know, I- I'm ready for the next record. Um, luckily, like, I didn't, I don't have, I don't plan on going on a Sweetener tour, not out of any hate or anything, but I've seen Ariana laugh before, but, you know, I'm, Justin, what do you think of the album? I have to stop. (laughs) You know, Beyonce once said, people don't make albums anymore. They just put out single after single after single, and eventually they're going to get burnt out. And I feel like that encapsulates my thoughts completely. Oh. Yeah, because Seven Rings didn't do it for me. Seven Rings didn't do it for me either. I feel like the first time I listened to it, I thought it was good. Then the second or third time, I'm kind of like, no, this is... Bro, Mm -hmm." I heard it twice. I heard it when it first came out, turned it off halfway. When I listened to the whole album, I listened to it in its entirety, and I said, ooh, won't be going... I did not download it. (laughs) For me, the album lacks a little bit of grit and texture. I've listened to it about three times. Three? Um, yeah, three. Prob- won't probably give it a fourth. So I think it lacks a bit of... <sighs> it's very, like... For me, it's like, you know when you, you're coloring and then you color with, like, two, maybe three colors and then you try to blend the two and they don't work? That's what I, like saw visually when i listened to the album because i feel like her production team is really good and i think that they try to give her like throughout the whole album it had a lot of like borderline like house beats a lot of like trap inspiration a lot of bass a lot of like that mood which i think is really cool but i think that the energy behind the the voice and the tone of the album was just like kind of inconsistent. Mm-hmm. Is it too melodic? Because it's very like it's very all over. The it's place. very low energy as an album. Yeah, because I mean, which isn't a bad thing. Like I said, she she I feel like it's a moodier album, so mm-hmm. it is a lot of low energy. So it's not as big belts and vocals that we're used to from ariana so is that what's missing for you or Or just like just like the very effervescent just like there's like a lightness to ariana grande's music and this album it was it was just very heady just i think maybe it has to do a lot with what she was going through at the time that she wrote and made this song this album excuse me like all together because she was just going through grief and i'll just Mm -hmm. say one thing about grief grief can do some really weird things to you maybe i'll understand this album if i go through grief maybe i won't but then that would be grief through a lover you know yeah like i feel like grief from like something else like i wouldn't go and listen to thank you next like if like i had a dog and you know lord forbid it passed away i'm not gonna go listen to thank you next as a grieving album i feel like when her and her friends were writing the album it was, like, late at night. It was probably written, like, a lot of songs were probably written in, like, 15, 20 minutes. I feel like there was a lot of groupthink involved in terms of, like, somebody saying a line. They're like, oh, yeah, I love that shit. Totally. Put that on the song. And, like, 
the song comes out and it just seems like very like not it's been falling flat for me from the beginning from thank you next it's like thank you next break up with your girlfriend on board nasa ghosting i'm like it goes from like yes fuck this boy i'm over him on to the next one to i want to fuck this boy that's in a relationship so like let's hook up to like ghosting and like nasa like i need space and i understand that's what she's been through in the past i don't know how long of her life but I feel like she didn't really think it through. Think about yeah. the message that she wants to put out. She just put out a Too really rest. catchy single called Thank You Next. And was like, that's what we'll call the album. And like, girl, I don't know. You think it was I'm too not, rushed. I'm not trying to hate I, because I really do like a lot of Ariana Grande songs. Like, da- uh, what is it? Dangerous Woman? That yeah. One. I liked it. I liked yours truly. I thought that was a really cute intro album. Yes. You'll never know as a bot, bitch. Um, right. But Sweetener, I couldn't get into. And then seven months later, she put out... I'm happy you called it Sweetener. Thank Thank you. Thank you, Next. And, um, you know, it is what it is. And she'll still get a lot of money from it. Because anyone will buy anything. I mean, from... Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) What? Nothing. That was just a dig. That wasn't a dig. You said anyone will buy anything these days. Meaning, bitch, if it's garbage, people will buy it. I said what I said. Oh, which is exactly what I'm telling you the <laughs> metaphor. So regardless of the fact, I feel like your statement is true. Um, and you I'm don't not, have to agree with no, me. No, 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 no. I'm not agreeing with you. I'm saying your statement is true to the fact that this has been Ariana's biggest album thus far of her career. Um, mm-hmm. As far as sales are concerned, she got two number one singles off of it. Her first two number one singles. First one being Thank You Next. The second one being Seven Rings. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I like Thank You Next as a single. I wish you just would have just left it as like a single and not put it in an album yeah as a a single as a as a standalone single it's perfect it doesn't need to be tethered to an album yeah like i look at it like like, yeah i feel like if you take that out it would have actually i don't know probably gave her a little bit more i think she just needed to think through the album a little bit more it's like it's a diamond and too rushed it's a diamond in the rough it's not a diamond is not Seven Rings is a bad song, and <laughs> I don't know if it went number one because of Sympathy and Payola, Ooh. or if because, and I'm, I'm just being real, mm-hmm. <laughs> Sympathy and Payola, because Ariana has a big label behind her, big label. They happen. Ca- she has a payola. marketing machine behind her. She has little Scooter Braun in her ear. They got people that'll push, push, push. She got the, she's got the barbs in her corner. Mm-hmm. And Ariana's very strategic in making that alliance. Mm-hmm. She's got her own little stands, too. I don't know what they call them. Arianators. But Seven Rings steals from a lot of artists, and it's not a good song. Reg- I don't I wouldn't give a fuck if it stole from anybody. What is, what is she not saying? Good. What is she saying? Girl. I want it. I bought it. I got it. I need it. I'm, I saw this tweet from a t- like on Twitter, and they were talking about Georgia Smith. And someone said Georgia Smith sings in Windings. That font that you can't understand. That's all symbols. Yo, I and have my feelings about Georgia Smith. I don't even know if I want to put him on here. If I'm gonna get some death threats. Wait, Ooh. what are your thoughts? I don't. I don't really like the way she sings. There's only like a couple songs where I like the way she sings, and that's when she can clearly enunciate. But she she does this thing where she tries to yeah. sing through her accent, and I'm just like, girl, either get some singing lessons and get rid of that accent, or just don't sing at all. She sings with her teeth closed. Ooh. 
I don't know. Celine, you know, child Celine made sure she got her vocal lessons. You wouldn't even think Celine asked was from France until Celine is a vocalist, though. She's from she's from Canada, from uh, Quebec. Yeah, but you know, she's but she speaks French. But she she grew up speaking French, so yeah, she did go to vocal. She she did it right. She got some lessons. She learned how to sing. You know, through get rid of that accent and sing and sing in enunciate perfectly, so that way she can carry her notes. And, and not Amy did her too, because Amy, not... when you hear Amy sing, you do not hear British accent. And exactly, exactly. You can do it, and you can do it. I just, I don't like it. I don't have no issue with Georgia Smith. I feel, her, I feel like her album was kind of. Um... I, I like like her I like genre. I just wish, it, I just wish that she could sing a little better. Yeah, it was a very it, cute album. Because then it would really do it for me. But then again, she's not a vocalist. <laughs> I'm all I'm asking. That's all I'm asking. I'm not asking her to be a five octave range vocalist. No, no one's Mariah. Just think <laughs> Let's of, be just, clear. Just enunciate. I mean, I'm not gonna say she enunciates bad because I can't. Pitch. I can't. I don't listen to her music because I just don't think the songs are good. I don't see any issue with her vocally because I don't. Maybe because I don't listen to it that deep. But I've heard people say that she's not good vocally. But personally, her songs. Aren't, don't stick out to me that much, so I don't listen that much. So I can't see how she is vocally. Someone tweeted a picture. but Ariana also doesn't enunciate because half of this album I'm looking at the lyrics trying to see what the fuck she's saying, and that pissed me off. I someone tweeted she... a picture of Sade next to Georgia Smith, and someone said, "Um, funny how time repeats itself," or something like that. What? Essentially saying that Georgia Smith is like the Sade of our generation. And someone quote tweeted it, and it got hella like more retweets and likes. And it said, "Y'all listen with y'all eyes." <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, and like, I want to echo that. Ciao. So yeah, thank you. Next to that topic, but yeah, I mean, Ingrid, I agree. Back to Ariana, I feel like she should have just dropped the single, ran with the single, yeah, mm-hmm. to promote the tour. And that's it. It's and a single it. to talk. It's a single that's to talk it. about what happened to talk to address the you know the media and, and when to it, talk about what happened. Exactly. And that's it. It did that's not it. call for the whole motherfucking album because exactly. personally, I'm not here for it. Yeah. And I don't. I, I, I don't see myself liking it. I feel like when Thank You Next dropped as a single, I was like, okay, this is really good. And right. I and I still to to me, I think of it as when when she came out with the album left, I was like, hold 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 up hold up hold up. You just dropped an album a while mm-hmm. ago. You need to chill. Like, I think if she sat with the different moods and things, I think she could have ironed them out a little bit and it would have felt more polished if she had probably thought about it a little bit more. Come on, polished. You know, exactly. And, like, she could have actually, like, I don't know, tuned it out a little bit better. I mean, there's a lot of to drop album after album within seven months when you don't write your songs. <laughs> And that's that on that. I'm going to leave it at this. Beyonce made B-Day in two weeks. I didn't say that was my favorite album. Who? I mean, it's my favorite Beyonce album. She made it in two weeks. I love B-Day. Yeah, B-Day is a great album. Beyonce was singing her ass off. Regardless of the fact... Um... <laughs> I'm Why just, are you laughing at me? I'm crying. Do we have any intentions of the week, you guys? It's about to be a new week. 
I'm just stating facts. You're just stating facts? That's your intentions of the week? No. He says that all the time. I'm stating facts, not opinions. But we all know that they're fucking opinions. <laughs> <laughs> no, listen, that's a fact. It's easy to put out an album when you don't write your songs. Oh, I agree you with you. You're a team to do that shit. Mariah did say it about J-Lo. The, there was an interviewer. There was an interview once that was like, um, "JLo said that she gets this amount of hours. She gets eight hours. But yes, she gets eight hours sleep every night." And Mariah was like, "Well, when you don't write your song, no." She said it's easy. She's no. What happened was, what did she say? The interviewer said, uh, "How do you feel about JLo saying that she gets eight hours of sleep? How many hours of sleep do you get?" She was like, "Well, I mean, darling, when you don't sing your own songs." <laughs> No, she was like, no, she was like, because she said that she gets like three hours of sleep, like Mariah. But then she's like, but of course, I understand someone who would sleep eight hours if they don't sing their own songs. Mm. <laughs> Messy child. And Ashanti advocate. <laughs> Ashanti, Ashanti. Regardless of the fact. Um, I would love week. I would love Mariah to do a feature with Ashanti and like do a really shady song. I just hate that she hasn't capitalized on it yet. <laughs> um, if I was more, yeah, intentions of the week. <laughs> I'll start. Um, my <laughs> of the week is Go ahead, thanks. My attention. You're of starting the... a new job. Yeah, I am starting a new little gig, freelance or whatever. Uh, my attention of the week is to continue to. Uh, I feel like I've been making really good strides in like the other part. Well, not the other part, but my main career, which is being an artist. I feel like I'm making really good strides. So I just want to keep up that momentum. Um, and you know, keep booking other gigs. Like I booked two fashion shows last weekend for New York Fashion Week. It was cute. Okay. So I don't know. I just want to stay with that. I still want to like make more money. But my main intention of this week is to have a clear mind, not have an attitude, because your girl is about to be making some coin, yes. and I'm about to be back in an office setting, and I have not been in an office working in about four months. So y'all pray for me, cause oof, you know, it's gonna be a moment. But either way, Ingrid, what's your intention of the week, boo? My intention of the week is to not lose my patience. Ooh. You don't want to have to drag anybody in Duval? Mm-mm. Okay. <laughs> Just, you know, I'm trying to keep up with the love and light, not lose my patience, not lose my cool, yes. but yeah. Just stay committed, keep going to the gym, doing my thing. Bro... 2019, we're all about to be snatched. I'm claiming it in the name of Jesus. I mean, like, I've I've been saying it for the, like the past two years that I'm gonna get like my beach body in 2020. So now that it's actually 2019, I'm like, okay, I gotta put in the work. <laughs> hey, okay. <laughs> I I'm set here. myself a really realistic role goal because ever since 2017, I was like, oh, you know, 2019, 2020, I'll figure it out. And then now it's 2019, 2020, I'm figuring it out. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Okay, yeah, she's clairvoyant. I'm here for it. Okay. Yes. Realistic Wait, Ingrid, you have to send us pics of the bod. Because, okay. you know, you have to send us pics of the bod. Send us some nudes. No? Okay, FBI agent. I mean, no. <laughs> I mean, no, like, we're good girls. Like, you know, I'm not going to, like, masturbate to it. Girl. I don't, like, like, frame it in my apartment or anything crazy. At all. I'm not going <laughs> to use it. That's exactly again. what Justin would do. <laughs> Get a nice gold frame. Justin would, honestly. Put a rose right above it. I can't. <laughs> Some eucalyptus around it. Right. Make sure the essential oils are always burning around it. <laughs> a nice Himalayan salt lamp propped right under it. Yes. So there's a glow. 
Yeah. <laughs> Just the most attention of the week. Um, I guess my intention would be to be to what? what to be it? happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Mama said, "You're no." Let me stop. Um. My intention of the week is to continue reading my book. I'm reading a really great book called I'll Give You the Sun, which is really cute. It's about two twins. One's a boy, one's a girl. The boy is gay and figuring out his journey. It's a coming-of-age novel. It's really great. I nice. recommend it. Um, so what is it called? I'll Give You the Sun? Yeah, I'll Give You the Sun. I'll let you borrow it after. Nice. That's I a have pretty, a whole that's stack a pretty of books name. that I want to get through soon. Nice. That's a pretty name for a book. I know. And then the next one I want to read... Is a book that my nana gave me called Long Walk to Freedom mm-hmm. by Nelson Mandela. Oh, that's deep. So I know. Well, Nana, Nana Ooh. gave me something. Yeah, Nana gave me some good books. True. She said, You need to sit here and read this. Dropping the knowledge. Right. So I need to do that. <sighs> I need to put in the work. Um, True. And then I want to like continue going to the gym and being a good friend. Oh. And yeah. You are a good friend. I want to keep trying and learning and leading with love. That's my new tagline for 2019. That's your tagline? That is his Real Housewives (laughs) tagline, I was going to say. Wait, can you say it one more time? Uh, Trying and growing and leading with love. Oh, I love it. Y'all, I put up a little, um, like, on my wall in my bathroom, I have, like, maybe about 40 or 30 sticky notes like on the wall now of like little affirmations. And I think I'm going to add that. Do you write them daily? Um, No, not daily. I used to do it. Like when I lived in Orlando, I had like hella sticky notes and it was probably about over a hundred and I took them with me to Boston, but somehow or another between Boston and me moving to New York um, when I was in Orlando in between, I lost those sticky notes. So I kind of wanted to bring back those vibes. Yeah. Um, Because I see them subliminally all the time. And I just really suggest it to anybody to like, put up your affirmations and manifest them because when you see them, even when you're not, you know, not actually reading into them, it's still that energy going out into the world for yourself, for you to see um, in the eyes view. So I'm going to add that to my list, bitch. That was cute. Are we doing a tweet of the week? We can definitely do tweet of the week. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Now we have to actually <laughs> find one. Yes. Okay. Tweet of the week. Um, My tweet of the week, I'm kind of conflicted. I ain't even going to front. Go but ahead, baby. my tweet of the week comes from uh, a woman by the name of fuck. I just lost this tweet. Y'all gonna hate me. Do you want me to go first? Please go first. I just lost my tweet. So my tweet of the week is from this user by the name one oh six at one oh six, and TMZ like tweeted this video of Northwest is booed up already talking about how she has a quote unquote like little boyfriend um, who was like a rapper's son that Kanye West is friends with and talking about how this boy gave Northwest like Tiffany jewelry for Valentine's Day and they're taking photos together and then somebody quote tweeted this and said essentially like the whole premise of the video was oh this is so cute Northwest has a boyfriend this is so cute love 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 Somebody quote tweeted that and said, when a 10-year-old self-identifies as LGBTQ, people want to argue kids shouldn't even know about sexuality that young and then turn around and think this shit is cute. And it shows the video of Northwest having 
the boyfriend. So I just want to say, the double standard is very funny because homophobic people will make these cute little videos and talk about children having boyfriends and girlfriends when they're even fucking little babies. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I've, I've known people that have had babies and had, like, their friends have had babies at the same time. They'll be one years old and they'll be like, oh my god, wouldn't it be so cute if they dated when they got older? Mm-hmm. Oh my god, wouldn't it be so cute? Blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. Oh my god, look at her. She's on the swings, but she got a little boyfriend over there in the corner mm-hmm. in the jungle gym. Oh, look at my baby. She's gonna take all the girls going up. Oh my gosh, she's uh-huh. gonna have- car from him oh he's such a little heartbreaker right oh my god yes ingrid that one yes bitch. that one is so subtle subtle but it's there but then when a kid is learning about his sexuality and is learning like he doesn't feel about the opposite gender the way other people feel y'all want to demonize them Y'all want to call them just the worst human beings on the world and that they're confused. Oh, they're just a child. They don't know that young. They I was told even when I was a child, I had a spirit on me. They shouldn't even know, like, what's going on. You'd watch too much TV. You pick that up somewhere. Like, mm-hmm. all this bullshit. You hang out with your mom too much. Right. All this bullshit. But then y'all make cute videos like this for the straights and be like, oh, my God, it's so cute. Mm-hmm. So oh. I think the double standard is very interesting. And I think fuck you to everyone who just in general wants to de- demonize children for learning about themselves. Yeah. Real shit. I, I mean, for me, just to piggyback off of that, when I was little, I remember people would be like, oh, like, do you have any sisters? Or like, um, like, oh, like you live with your dad? Literally looking back on that shit, I'm just like, wow, like, were y'all trying to say I was acting like a girl? Like, yeah, like, literally, like, looking at it and just like really analyzing it, I'm like, wow, like, they're basically saying, oh, like, this boy is really hyper feminine. I wonder who, or to what they consider hyper feminine. Yeah, I wonder who he's around and like what his home is like mm-hmm. and all the other shit. Mm-hmm. That's bullshit. Yeah. Bitch, I ain't got no motherfucking sisters. Yeah, me and my mama are close, but bitch, I'm the oldest of four brothers, too. Me and my dad actually have a decent decent relationship so i mean like the fuck i hate that i mean when i go off just he told me i could tell your mom raised you oh and i was like what do you mean by that and that led into something else but you know i just think it's very funny that you know people who are straight are quick to demonize kids because they're not straight yeah so i I fuck you yeah, no. And then, okay, I was gonna say fuck. Yeah, I'll take it off. I'll take one for the team. I'm kidding. Uh, no, 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 no. You're no. a queer icon. No, you're different. We support. Oh, no, it's it's this video. It's like it's just encapsulates just kind of like a lot of what a lot of hero people always say that you know LGBTQ people push you know their their sexuality on us and oh why do you always have to talk about this? But then they do stuff like this where it could have just been like very innocent just like two little kids like oh happy valentine's day here's a like a little rose or a chocolate and it's just like it's innocent for what it is but then they try to they just like blow it up and it's just kind of like you have to ask like so are like the parents and the adults involved like pushing their sexuality into this mm-hmm it's also oh shit. It's also very like they're sexualizing children, which is ugh, that's a whole different story. Either way, my tweet of the week, I found it. <laughs> um, comes from at Jungle Pussy. <clears throat> we stand. I haven't really listened to her music that much, but I have heard of her. Um, the tweet reads: 
Cleaning is washing, wiping, dusting, disinfecting, not just keeping things out of sight like you do with your emotions and true intentions. Bitch, when I tell you, when I seen that motherfucking tweet, I said, oh, this hoe is reading my motherfucking life down. A lot of times we sit up here and we sweep our emotions up underneath the rug, our yeah. true intentions. We won't say exactly how we feel. And cleaning is not just a physical aspect. Cleaning is also a mental aspect as well. Sometimes you have to clean shit out of your life. Sometimes you have to clean people out of your life. And I feel like a lot of times, A, people are dirty in the physical space, but people are also dirty in the mental and inside as well. I've come across a lot of people as of recently, and I'm just like, yo, your energy and like what you're feeding out into the world is is dirty. It's mm-hmm. dirty. and No, but real shit, it's dirty. It's not cute. Like your intentions and like I can feel your motives and I can feel like the way you're moving, like you're tainted, you're dirty. Like there's something wrong. Now there's something wrong, because I'm not gonna say there's something wrong because I don't know your backstory, but you have some issues that you really need to address. And you can see that in a lot of people and the way they treat other people and how they talk about certain things and the energy in which they put out. So yeah, cleaning is isn't just washing, dusting, and doing all the other shit. Like, bitch, sometimes you need to clean out your insides because a lot of y'all hoes is corroded. And dirty. Take some flat tummy tea and flush out those demons, bitch. Because it's not on it's not on everybody else to take up for you and to take. You know, I came across this girl one day and she was just like, Oh, this is just how I am, and I don't have no I don't have no emotions. And bitch, if you don't like it, this is just how it is. I'm just like, oh, that's how it is, but we don't have to be friends and we don't have to talk. And we won't. Not if you're gonna be like that. Mm. Girl, I don't know you from a can of paint. You don't know where I'm from. I don't know where the fuck you from. But I do know <laughs> is you got some motherfucking problems and you're not finna sit up here and try to take them out and address them with me in the manner in which you are. Ooh. Because it's Ooh. not right. Okay. So clean, clean, clean yourself out. Mm-hmm. Come back because you're talented. I like you, sis. Grab like, an animal. Grab an animal. Grab some flat tummy tea. Grab some Marie Badia. Kondo, that shit. You know. If it, if it don't spark, <laughs> get some it. Okay. Get some incense, bitch. Swallow that motherfucker. Ooh. I don't know. Ingrid, what's your tweet of the week, baby? Yeah, baby, my computer's on 5%. <laughs> <laughs> this, okay, so my tweet of the week comes from at underscore some black kid, and it says, some of you didn't spend eight hours a day on Tumblr in high school, and it shows. <laughs> <laughs> that was me. I love that. Wait, because why, Ingrid? Because that was me. <laughs> you would be on Tumblr for eight hours a day? <laughs> From the moment I got home from school to like by the time it was my bedtime, I don't even think I did homework. I think I did it, my homework all at school just so I could go home and go on Tumblr. I'm crying. Yeah. I used to be on Tumblr heavy before it just became like porn central. Yeah. Somehow or another, like Tumblr, like just became porn heaven, and I was like, what the fuck. <laughs> I remember like being in the room with my mom and like on Tumblr and like scrolling by and just seeing like one of the gays retweeting somebody getting fucked and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like literally, I, I had to kind of stop getting on because it was too much porn. Your mom was like, what? What? no, she didn't see it. Thank God, but you know, like it's one of those Sometimes moments you just where like had to scroll back a little too fast and then your heart yeah, like, you're just kind of like, I hope it doesn't freeze. I hope it doesn't freeze. Yo. Correct. Yes. Oof, child. Like that, that was a good little throwback. Definitely a throwback moment. Well, we're coming to a close, you guys. It's nothing but love and light. We've set our intentions. We've set them. Let's hope that we stick by them. If you're listening, please feel free to send us questions at who said that podcast at gmail.com. I'll try to update the Instagram more. Yes. Sorry, no, it's okay. We're back, baby. Mm-hmm. We're back. No, I feel like we I feel like I feel like when it comes down to it, we give the girls good content. I feel like, <laughs> no, seriously, I feel like it, it is. But as a collective, 
we're going to give you guys more of us. We love yeah. you all so much. And thank you for listening. Like I said, if you want to ask us any questions, we do have an Ask Phoebe segment at who said that podcast at gmail.com. Ooh. Bitch, if you want to sponsor us, it's who said that podcast at gmail.com. And Venmo, oh, that's not my Venmo, but bitch, I'll give it out if you hit me up on Twitter. Ooh. And if you look like you got a little I'm coin, on, I'm on Cash App. Oh, okay, Cash App. I'm here for the black card. Bitch, when I when I use my Cash App card and I give it to people and they be looking at it, they be thinking it's a black card. <laughs> Because you know the cash up card is black, so we like took out today. We stand yeah. a little moment. I was like, "Oh, he has a black card." <laughs> I didn't say anything, but I was like, "Oh my god, rich money!" <laughs> I was like, "Credit, girl, Ooh. live on it, live it, <laughs> bitch." I be, I be feeling, yeah, that is cash up, and they don't know if the balance is three thousand dollars or three dollars. <laughs> bitch, get into it, <laughs> okay? And it improved, so it don't make uh-huh. a difference. Yes. <laughs> But that was just a funny gag. I just wanted to say that. That's a true scam. Get into it. Let me get one of those. Please. Pull it out on a date. Ooh. Hmm. Mm. We love y'all. Watch there be no balance on there. No (laughs) balance. We love y'all. Hope you have a good rest of your week. File your intentions. File your nails if you haven't. You know, like, some people don't, like, bite their nails or, like, file them or anything. And y'all better floss. Bitch, you show better floss. Brush your teeth. Put on some chapstick because it's cold all over the motherfucking country right now. Even in Florida, right, Ingrid? It's a little cold. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was warm today. It was 80 degrees. Chapstick on the motherfucking lips because you don't need to be kissing nobody with no dry lips. Period. That's true. Ingrid said, no, I'm sweating when I'm outside. Okay. Ingrid's going to send us some nudes. And from there. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. We love y'all. Bye, y'all. Bye. Yes. Be your biggest hoe. <laughs> <laughs>